you all care about making more money. So we're going to talk about sales process, the most helpful tool that I've used in my business to seriously improve my sales process from the jump. Okay, we're going to talk about something called the pain primer. This is, it's a tool specifically for your first call. If you don't handle that call well, you either are never getting that second call or you are setting this precedent that the prospect is the one in control of the conversation and you will never learn what you need to learn in order to make sure you're giving them what they need, pricing it appropriately and actually able to close the deal. You are listening to the High Growth Founders Podcast, where we give you unfiltered truth and ideas about accelerating the growth of your startup and becoming the founder you were born to be. No fluff, no games, just straight to business. I'm your host, Casey Jones. Through my career as a coach, consultant, advisor, and mentor, I've worked with hundreds of founders on their go-to-market strategy, building an authentic personal brand, and growing as a leader. You are here for one thing, growth. And this show is dedicated to helping founders accelerate growth, period. We will dive into not only the best strategies that are working today, but discuss the biggest mistakes and failures that industry leaders have made in the past so you don't have to. So kick back, relax, and let's get into the show. Hello, High Growth Founders family. Um, We've got a really good one coming up for you. So I know we really haven't talked about sales all that much on this podcast. And it's something that even those of us that have sales background can really struggle with in our business. And some of the the struggle comes from not having a process. And I'm not going to go through an entire sales process in this call, but I'm going to share with you what I think is the secret to having a really, really effective discovery call or first call. Oftentimes, first calls are kind of a waste, right? They don't really open up in any real way. They don't get vulnerable. They don't answer your questions. They're very guarded. They're trying to get you to just pitch them and you don't really know what to say. This is the way to turn it around and make sure you get to the meat of things really quickly. I shared this process, this approach and a thread on Twitter. And it was really obvious from the response that not only was it very appreciated because people struggle with this stuff, but also it was really not well known. Even people with tons of experience in sales don't know this approach. And it is probably the most significant change that I've made in my sales process that has made a really, really big difference. It starts these conversations off in a very open and honest and even vulnerable way that builds trust. It leads to, I don't know, meaningful connection and conversation. And it makes it really hard for you to collectively waste each other's time, which is huge. So give a listen. And let me know how it helps or if you need any additional help um, once you go through this. Okay, today we're going to talk about sales. We haven't really done that that much on this podcast, maybe not even at all, but I know you all care about making more money. 
And sales is kind of important with all of that. So we're going to talk about sales process and the most helpful tool that I've used in my business to seriously improve my sales process from the jump. Okay, we're going to talk about something called the pain primer. I did a Twitter thread on this about a week ago. I'll include the link in the show notes. And it spurred a lot of conversation on Twitter about this because it's a really underused and not very well-known method. And it is so incredibly effective. So a couple things before we dive in and we get started. You know, I was, I started my career in B2B sales and I was pretty darn good at it. So I thought when I started my business that I would have that part totally covered. But selling a product, someone else's product, and selling your own service or product, i.e. selling yourself, those are not the same thing. And selling your own product or own service is actually a lot harder because you're, you're too close to it. So you're a lot more likely to get in your own way when it comes to kind of mindset and some of these other things. But it's also you're a lot more likely, I think, to get what I refer to as happy ears, where someone says something, they're like, oh my God, this is a done deal. And you like skip ahead and you don't even know anything about them or why they need this. You don't know anything about their pain, their budget, any of this. And you skip a bunch of really, really important steps in your sales process and it blows up in your face. And I'm saying you, but that's because I've done it a bunch of times. So we're going to talk about something called the pain primer. I learned this from Walker McKay. Um, You all, if you don't know, he's a good friend of mine. He is the first interview from this podcast. So I recommend going back and listening to it. He's got an amazing sales group coaching program. Highly, highly recommended. It's also way undercharged or way underpriced. So it's really affordable. Okay. So let's dive into the pain primer. Like what is this? So, so first of all, this is, it's a tool specifically for your first call and your sales deal is won or lost on that first call. If you don't handle that call well, you either are never getting that second call or you are setting this precedent that the prospect is the one in control of the conversation and you will never learn what you need to learn in order to make sure you're giving them what they need, pricing it appropriately and actually able to close the deal. So the pain primer, it is a very, very simple thing. So what you basically do is when someone books a call with you, you send them a link or an attachment. This can also be something that you include in your Calendly link. But it's basically, you're going to ask them three questions. You don't send it. You don't just write the questions over email. You send them something to fill out. And you just say, hey, before our call, can you take 60 seconds to fill this out? I want to make sure that I don't waste a minute of your time. And this will help me better understand what you care about um, so that we can focus our time together. People always appreciate it. It's very rare that they don't do it. And if they don't do it, then why are you taking a call with them? They're not really motivated to have the conversation. It's probably going to be a wasted call. So it is a form. You can do it on type form. You can do it in Calendly, like I mentioned. You can do a Google form, whatever you prefer. But it is three questions. So I'm going to break down those three questions. So number one. The first question, and this is kind of the most important, is it is a list of pain points. Okay, that's why we call it a pain primer. By the way, the pain primer, that's a term you use yourself. You don't call it that to the prospect. 
So it's a list of pain points. And when I say pain points, I don't mean problems. I mean symptoms of problems. So you think about the problem that you solve for clients. There's a bunch of symptoms. How do they know that they even have this problem? Because most of the time, our prospects are not problem aware. They are symptom aware. So you want to include all of these different symptoms. And you really want at least 10, but probably more like 15 of these pain points. And you want to word them in first person. So it's them saying like, yes, I deal with this. I struggle with this. This is a symptom I have. And um, you want to keep them fairly concise. You don't want this to feel like this long, arduous thing that they have to read through. But the point is to get them to be very aware of the problem that they have. So all of the symptoms related to it. Okay. So let me give you an example. I've got a client, she has a service that ultimately it's for teams. It improves psychological safety on teams, gets them communicating better, leads to, helps the team bond. She's not going to be like, your team has a hard time bonding. What does that even mean? What's the symptom? It's like, no, there's a lot of interpersonal conflict and communication struggles on the team. or. I am dealing with high turnover rates on our team. I can tell multiple people on my team are burned out or burning out. People are not getting their work done uh, in a timely fashion. Like there are so many symptoms that go into this. So you want to include all of these, be exhaustive about it because this is going to do a couple things. One, it's going to help them be more aware of the problems that they are dealing with. They're going to think about this and they're going to be like, oh my God, I have this, I have this, I have this. Whoa. And it's going to start to stir up that pain inside of them. Number two is it's also going to help them see you as the expert because you are going to mention pains that they didn't even realize are related to one another. And they're going to think, whoa, they're really making me think. They're asking me questions I didn't even know I should ask myself. Wow. And so you have immediately positioned yourself as the expert. When I work with startups and their founders, it's usually because they know they could be growing faster and they need some help to make it happen. Almost always, my first step with them is to take them through my growth audit process to diagnose and then help them fix the problem but I can't work with everyone and I still want to help every founder grow. So I've created the growth audit quiz, which asks you some questions about your business and your process of turning a stranger into a loyal, happy customer to help you identify where you have the greatest opportunity to take a big leap forward. So go to a betterjones.com slash growth audit and take the growth audit now. You'll also have a chance to book some time with me to review your answers and together create an action plan to help you grow. Number two, the second question you're going to ask is, in the last year, how much time and or money do you think this problem has cost you? 
Okay. So now that you've really gotten them in touch with and aware of this pain and this problem, now you're going to ask them to put some numbers to it. And when they really start to think about it, they will often be appalled because they hadn't really thought about it in those terms. And they realize like, whoa, this is costing them way more than they thought. This is really bad. And now you have a much better sense of like, how valuable is this problem actually? Because if they say 250 bucks, mm, why are you wasting your time? Unless your product is like five bucks, 250 bucks is not that motivating of a problem to fix. Okay. And lastly, number three, the last question you're going to ask is on a scale of one to 10, how motivated are you to fix these problems? So I want to be clear. If they put anything below a five, you go back to them and you say, Hey, this problem doesn't really seem that motivating for you. Is there a reason why we should still talk? And ideally you'd call them and ask this, but you might not have their phone number. And so make them convince you that this is a worthwhile conversation to talk about. Oftentimes they will backtrack and be like, no, actually I am way more motivated than that. Or it really is bad. I was just underplaying it. Good. Get them to be transparent and honest about the, how difficult this is and what a pain in the ass this is. So how you're going to use this is when you get that form back, you now know what are they really struggling with. You can have some ideas of um, testimonials or customer stories that you can share with them. And you know exactly what you're going to ask them about. So when you get on the call, you can say, hey, you know what? I, I really appreciate you taking the time to fill this out. It looks like you're really dealing with a lot, or it looks like you've got a couple of challenges that are most important for you. And then you're going to pick one and you're going to say, tell me more about why you selected that. And at first they're going to be kind of vague and they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, we've had some, some struggle with, um, retention. Okay. Give me an example. When you say, give me an example, they will then bring up a very specific example, which is way more painful to talk about and to think about and just a vague like, oh yeah, retention is really not good. Instead, they're going to be like, oh my God, we had this person who we thought was amazing. We were convinced that they would stay. They were so valuable to our business and we had no warning, didn't see it coming. And they put in their two-week notice and left and we can't keep letting this happen. Boom. You're getting to the actual pain of what they are dealing with, right? It's not just a, a problem that the business is dealing with. You're getting to the pain of what that individual person you're talking to is dealing with. And that's where you're going to have some real opportunity to sell. So you go through all of these pain points with them. You get them to be exhaustive about what it is, what it's costing them, all of these other things. And only then can you say, hey, you know what? I think I might be able to help. Are you open to me sharing how I would approach this. So give the pain primer a try. I know I've just thrown a lot at you. If you have any questions about it, hit me up, reach out on either Twitter or LinkedIn, or send me an email and let's talk about it. Happy to share examples of ones that I've done in my business um, and give you feedback on one that you're building for yours. But truly, this is an absolute game changer for those first calls. Um, leads to a much more vulnerable and honest and transparent conversation and puts you in the driver's seat, which is probably the most important part.
So hope the pain primer was helpful. As always, really encourage you to check out the High Growth Founders newsletter. I include frameworks like this. I go into a little bit more detail and break some of these things down every single week. Um, Would love to see you over there as well. And as always, in love and growth, this is Casey Jones. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode on the High Growth Founders Podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show of whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. And look, much like this show, I love getting into the good, the bad, and everything in between. So please feel free to express yourself in the reviews of the show. And consider subscribing to the High Growth Founders newsletter by going to highgrowthfounders.substack.com. You'll get the show delivered to your inbox every single week, plus stories, insights, and actionable tips from my work helping founders accelerate their growth and from my own journey, accelerating my own. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we are here to learn from one another. So please, if the episode made you think of a founder who is leveling up in their business, take a screenshot and share it with them. Okay, that's all I've got. In love and growth, I am out of here. See you next time.